Okay, so this is a mimer <coughs> from Rav Kluger about the period of Svir Sa'imer. He said this over years ago, I think, in Parshas Emmer, Tavshin Pe'alif, I think. It's a very fascinating uh, mimer, and it's related a little bit, I think, to what we spoke about Shabbos morning during Davening. He said like this, We have to understand what exactly is the avoid of Svir Sa'imer. Now, we know Svir Sa'imer is obviously the time period where the Jewish people counted in order to get themselves ready to receive the Torah. But he says something fascinating. You see, there was a change that took place when the Jewish people received the Torah. Obviously, many changes. But one specific thing that he points out that is interesting is Bishas Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. You see, when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim before the Torah, You see, when, when the entire Jewish people left Mitzrayim, they were all equal. There were no levels. Because levels of spirituality is dictated based on Torah mitzvahs, right? What makes a tzaddik? I'm not talking about souls, practically. Well, he learns more Torah, he does more mitzvahs, does more chesed, uh, davens better, etc. You see, before Matan Torah, when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, everyone's sort of equal in the fact that they were just, there was no Torah. What made the Jewish people special? If you think about it, right, the Gemara tells us that they didn't change their name, their language, and their clothing. Well, a lot of people don't change their name, the language, and the clothing. In other words, there wasn't something very special about the Jewish people in, other than the fact of who they were, that they were the children of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And the, the, because there was no Torah to differentiate, everyone was, all the Jewish people were sort of equal. He says, Ki Because when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the Jews out of Mitzrayim, It wasn't because of anything that made them special, practically, that, meaning that you could physically put your finger on, because there was no Torah Mitzvah at the time to differentiate. As the Pasuk says, that Hashem didn't choose you because of your actions. Rather, Hashem loved you. Meaning, before the Torah was given and all the details of Halacha, there couldn't be any separation between the Jewish people. Everyone was sort of equal. It was an even playing ground. I don't know what made anybody special before, but whatever made... A special made B special because there was nothing to differentiate. From the perspective of the non-Jewish world, all the Jews were one people. And what's interesting is, is that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the Torah, what it actually gives us the ability to be is to be individuals. You see, the Torah, while it's interesting because it unifies the Jewish people, but it unifies us by allowing us to be different. Once the Torah mitzvahs were given, now there's separation. Now it's like, okay, well, how much Torah are you doing? You do more, you're a better person, you're a bigger tzaddik, you do less, and so on. Women have different details of halacha than men, different requirements. Now, all of a sudden, the kehanim and levim are different than Yisraelim. So the Torah allows there to be individualism and 
allows you to connect Hashem in an individual way because there's now now there's options. Now that there's a Torah, now there's details of a Koyin Levi Yisrael. Now women are different than men because women are given Torah mitzvahs and they have different mitzvahs and different obligations than men. And even within, let's say, Kohanim, well, there's different Kohanim that, that do the mitzvahs more properly and less properly than others. And all of a sudden now there's, there's individualism. And there's levels. He says, "V'haynu sheminasinas hatayr ve'elach." For once the Torah was given, "Yesh lecholachad kesher miyuchud uprati l'Hashem yisbarch." Now everyone can have an individualized relationship with Hashem based on the many myriad details of halacha and and different aspects of Torah. Lochin siva kadosh baruch now on the center of Kluger says a very interesting insight: the purpose of Sfirah Sa'imer which is again each day working on the first week Chesed, and then the second week Gvura, and then Teferis, and then keep on going, that's what you said, Malchus, and each day Chesed Sheva Chesed, Chesed Sheva Gvura, and so on. What's, what's taking place during Sefer Sa'imer was, was getting the Jewish people ready to have an individual relationship with Hashem in order to allow them to go from everyone being equal, to everyone being different, Svir Saimer was that transition period where all of a sudden I'm going to start, you know, trying to serve Hashem with Chesed. See how that feels. Some people are going to be more connected to that week. Then there's going to be Kvura. And it's already beginning. The Jewish people are beginning to separate within Svir Saimer. It's Utsvartem Lechem, count for yourself, meaning make yourself different. Svir Saimer is allowing the Jewish people to begin to become individualistic. Ze avoidus, he says, Lochein Tziva Kadesh Baruch Hu Lishchoyin L'matam Tari Dei Mitzvah Svir Saimer Lechem. That's the concept of Svir Saimer, Svartem Lechem, Lechem Daika, Dafka for you. That it's a time for every Jew to find his place, to find his relationship with Hashem, to find what works for you and what doesn't work for you. That doesn't mean you can't, there are certain mitzvahs you can't do, but it means to find your niche. Because all of a sudden, that concept of Jewish people in Mitzrayim, that everyone just had to keep their language, their clothing, and their names. That doesn't cut it anymore. Now, now all of a sudden, from Matantara onward, everyone is going to be different. Everyone's going to be finding a place within Torah itself. And the transition, the time period where the Jewish people are beginning to find their own place is in Sphere Simon. And the truth is that takes place for all of us. All of us during Sphere Simon are beginning to find our place, to find your relationship, your prati. Your individual relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore a Jew has to find his place to find your place. That's the objective of Svira. Right, you count forty nine days, and then you get to day fifty, which is Matan Torah. Fifty symbolizes freedom, right? Fifty is yoivel, that everyone, every slave goes free. Fifty is above forty-nine, it's freedom. You know what it means? 
He says like this, Kalachad Yaitzel Khairis. Shavuos is freedom. Yaival is freedom. The objective of your assignment is to get to that place called freedom, which is you see, for a Jew to be able to have an individual relationship with Hashem, you have to not worry what other people think. You see, if a Jew is constantly looking around and say, well, if they're doing this, then I have to do this. And if I do it different, then what are they going to say? And if I learn Gemara, if they learn Gemara and I learn Chomish, then what are they going to say? You can't have an individual relationship with Hashem if you're just trying to follow. Now you have to be able, again, this is all, you have to be clear, this is keeping within every detail of halacha. This is finding your place, finding your focus, finding your, your schnitt. You can't do that if you're stuck in the prison of what will others think? And how could I be individualistic within the klal? Shavuos is freedom. Yoival is freedom. 50 symbolizes freedom. Freedom where I no longer have to worry. So all Sphere Sarma, you're trying to find your place, and all of a sudden comes Shavuos, and you could actually be free. You could serve Hashem in your own way. Again, every detail of Allah being kept. But all of a sudden, if you realize that, you know what, see, this is working for you, ah, your friends are making fun, you don't care. There's a freedom that takes place. As long as you're a slave to, to be constantly worried about that peer pressure, but instead, instead of being, you know, instead of having freedom to serve Hashem, you're serving others. But the objective of Sivir is The objective of Sivir is to is to start to have an individualistic relationship with Hashem, and to not worry about what other people think so much. Don't worry about them. I spoke about this Shabbos morning. To not focus on others, to not bring your life into other people's lives, to not live for them, to live for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and to serve Him properly. That's freedom. And that's how you receive the Torah. To be free. Don't be so worried. What are they going to think? Who cares? If, you, if you're into halacha, but they, they think that's crazy, so what? And if you dive in a longer Shemana Esrei and people make fun, who cares? Don't worry about what other people are doing. And, and, and don't even be worried, what if they're better than you? So what? So you'll never be them, okay? That's not your job. They're a hundred times better than you. That should be irrelevant to you. Don't do what they're doing necessarily. Find your way. That's the objective of Sir Simon is, 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 to, is to not live their life, to live your life. Focus on what, what, what makes you serve Hashem properly. To not, to not be stuck in that prison of living other people's lives. 
That's what, you know, the Svaratim Lechem, it's called, you're supposed to count your assignment, Tamimus. Tamimus means complete, right? 49 days, you're supposed to do from beginning to end. But Tamimus almost means, also means, you know, self-contained. Tamimus means within yourself. Tom complete. Don't worry about them. You do what you're doing. And you find your place. The truth is, this Avodah of Sphere Sa'imer, this Avodah, which again means to find your place, to live your life and to not be focused on what other people are worried about, to not focus on what they're doing, focus on what you're doing. There was one Tana that personified that ability. Yidum HaShamur Chazal. Chazal tells us, the Gemara tells us, and the Medrash tells us that Rav Akiva had something that even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have. And what is that? The Arizal said that Rav Akiva was Mechabal, the, the 50th Shar. What does that mean? You know what it means? The Gemara also tells us in Menachas, that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim, he found the Kaddish Baruch Hu writing crowns on the letters. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, what's the purpose of this? And Hashem said, there's going to be a Jew named Akiva ben Yosef who's going to darshan um, so many halachas from these crowns. Which means Rav Akiva, Rav Akiva understands the crowns of a letter. You know what that means? Rav Akiva had that ability to be able to just do your job, to serve Hashem. Don't worry about other people. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You see, that 50th gate, that freedom, that's something that Rav Akiva mastered. Rav Akiva had the crown of a letter. You see, every letter is another Jew, but that crown is what makes them special, what makes them a melech. Rav Akiva was able to recognize the crown of every letter. And the truth is, tile, tilen, tile, right, which means piles, that he darshan, piles of halachas in every crown. Tile is, is the same numerical value as tam, which is complete and insular. To serve Hashem in your way and not to live the way other people's lives, and not to worry about what they're saying. And the truth is, Rav Akiva himself, think about Rav Akiva himself, look at the bottom paragraph. He's going to describe how Rav Akiva himself started learning Torah at the age of 40. Where did Rav Akiva, and who recognized this quality of Rav Akiva, of, of being tznius, of living your life, and not worrying about what other people think. And just serving Hashem, even if they make fun. Says Rav Kluger, Rachel Eishas Rav Akiva, Hishav Chino by Midas Atzmimus. It was Dafka, the wife of Rav Akiva, Rachel. Atzniyas Ben Levin Kainai. The Rachel, the wife of Rav Akiva, noticed this. He noticed, she noticed that Rav Akiva wasn't learning, but she noticed that he had that quality, that Sneas, that willing to serve Hashem no matter what, that willing to, to, to put his head down and to do his job, even if it's not popular and even if people make fun of him he didn't care she noticed that she wanted to marry him she knew that he wasn't learned but a Jew who has that that private relationship with Hashem he lives with a secret he doesn't worry about what other people think she knew that he would he would change the world. The next paragraph is Rachel saw this 
and therefore Rachel pushed him to learn, and it's dafka, that quality that Rav Akiva was able to use in order to learn Torah at the age of 40. Who else would do that? If you're worried about what other people think, there's no way you're doing that. But Rav Akiva had that crown of a letter. Rav Akiva, therefore, Rav Akiva's, the whole Indian of Rav Akiva is this time period of Svir Sa'aymer, of going to Shavuos, to finding that individualistic relationship with Hashem. The truth is, in the second paragraph on the left side, he says, now we can begin to understand why the students of Akiva fell. We know that this time period, 24,000 students died. Now we can understand if that's the avoida of this time period, which is to do your job, to not worry about other people, do your job, find your relationship with Hashem, you can now understand why the students of Akiva fell. Because the truth is, it's a very interesting thing. You have to be individual. You have to have an individual relationship with Hashem. You have to be an individual while also respecting others. And a lot of times, you see, the students of Akiva couldn't do that. He says, On the one hand, you have to not worry about other people. You've got to do your job. But on the other hand, you have to respect them. And the truth is, Rabbi Kiva's students couldn't do that. You see, Rabbi Kiva's students, they couldn't respect other Jews. Why? It's because the students of Rekiva didn't believe in their own abilities. They didn't believe in being individuals. They didn't believe that they could have their own relationship with Hashem different than other people. And therefore the students of Rekiva Dafka put down other people because they couldn't be on their own. They couldn't be individuals. And they said, well, if I'm different than them, they, they must be wrong. The students of Rekiva Dafka didn't appreciate this ability to have tzniyas. This ability to say, you know what? I'm me and him, and he's him, and that's fine. And we're both keeping time and misses, and it's a little different, but that's beautiful. The students of Akiva didn't believe in themselves. They didn't believe, they didn't conquer that 50th shahr. They didn't appreciate the crown on the letter. And therefore the students of Akiva, when they saw that the other students were different, they were just like, oh, they must be terrible. They must be wrong. They couldn't appreciate that you could have different ways to serve Hashem because they were so focused on others. But if they had actually just stopped focusing on what other people are doing and just served Hashem in their way, then you could have an individualism and also respect others in a very, very simple, beautiful way. And therefore, it's dafka the students of Akiva. It's because they were so focused on what other Jews were doing. And therefore, they 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 fell in that place. They didn't master that. But notice how after that happens, what hap- what takes place on Lag Ba'imer? The Kiva takes five students. And from those five students, all of Torah is built, and each one is different. This one is learning Teseftas, this one learns Sifras, this one learns Stam Mishnah. Mamish, five individual Tzadikim, different than the others. Different, 
but respectful and equal. That's the Nakuda. And that's what the students of Akiva felt, but these five students didn't. And it's Dafka during Lag Baimer, during Sri Sarma, that they were able to tap in to that individualism, getting ready for Mount Torah, which allows there to be details and differences. That's the avoid of Sri Sarma. If you look at the bottom two paragraphs, Ze avoid of Sri the Tareinu Meklipasenu Timesenu. That's the avoid of Sri Sarma, which is to start Zemashem Mezachem Besvir, Lizkis the Kabbalah Torah. In order to do this, you have to appreciate your relationship with Hashem. That Hashem loves your service in your way. And as long as it's keeping Torah mitzvahs, and you try your best, if it's different than others, so be it. But you have to believe in your own ability. You have to believe that Hashem is interested in you, and not just interested in, you know, in everyone. But He's individually interested in your relationship with Him. And once you do that, then you could have an individual relationship while respecting others. That's Rav Akiva. That's the avoida of this time period, to get to Shavuos, which is the 50th Shah, which is freedom. To not worry so much, and to not, oh, I can't be myself. You're allowed to be yourself, to find your place within the details of Allah. That was what Rav Akiva did. And then you could have five students that are different, but each one conquering a different chilek of Torah, and all coming from one person, Rav Akiva, which is Kula Lib the Rav Akiva. Shabbizach, to find our place, all without deviating an ounce of halacha, to find our place, to appreciate our relationship with Hashem, to enter that 50th Sha'ar, have freedom, mamish, to reveal the crowns which is on every ois, in Tzchus Rav Akiva, Meher Amen.